Welcome to the Beyond Skin Deep podcast by me, Jodi and Vanessa. This is where I discuss everything lifestyle from relationships to wellness with a bit of beauty here and there and a few stories to share. Stay tuned and be entertained. Welcome to this week's episode of the Beyond Skin Deep podcast with me, Jodi and Vanessa. I will be discussing why I think we should be single, or well, why we should live alone <laughs> before getting married or tying the knot. It's really a piece about self-discovery and it's something I never even thought of until I lived alone. So stay tuned, have a listen. I remember, always tell me what you think. All right. Hi, so this episode is actually birthed out of a discussion that I was having with a married friend. And I was, we were talking about relationships, marriage, and it just went down into a path where I started to speak to her about, and living alone and how I am glad I did actually live alone before getting married and how much I didn't realize the importance of it even in my 20s because in my 20s especially early 20s I wanted to finish college and then I had thought that I would get married right out of college or get married right out of my parents home and when I look back on it I am so happy that I actually lived on my own or I'm living on my own now but if I get married now I'm okay but I'm excited or really glad about the period where I got to live on my own because I grew a lot there's a lot of self-discovery during that period and sometimes and it's not because your parents might impose or anything but when you are raised in especially in a protective household or any household sometimes what you believe of yourself or who you are is also based on what your parents who your parents believe you are or who your parents had raised you to be in every aspect and sometimes when you live on your own you realize while you might have the same core value system there are certain beliefs or certain things about yourselves that isn't the same as to what they want or as to what you thought they were when you were living with your parents and people change and you really evolve a lot more on your own because you have to start making certain life decisions and with life decisions and being on your own and having to solve these problems on your own you start to come into your own so this episode is really about four tips i'm giving you the four reasons why i think you should live alone even if it's for a year because it's amazing how you transition fast on your own so even if it's for a year i'm not talking about you need to live all 10 years before you get married or anything like that or live out your 20s i mean 
I'm glad I didn't get married in my 20s, but some people did and it's beautiful. And some people moved out of their parents' home and got married and it's awesome for them. But a lot more than that wish that, even though they love the person who they're married, wish that they had some time to live on their own because having that self-discovery in marriage can sometimes be a tug of war. So hear what my tips are and feel free to comment you can email me that would be at the end of the podcast so stay tuned reason one is getting rid of the fear of living on your own that fear was manifested for me as i approached 30 and because in my 20s, my early 20s, it wasn't even a thought to be even considered a fair. So I never, ever really in my early 20s and things like that thought about living on my own. Or, I mean, living, being on my own. I thought that I would live in my parents' house and I meet my husband, get married especially because I was in a long-term relationship during my college days. It was, it just, I thought it would fit into that cycle. I had my life really planned. Things didn't work out as I planned, and I'll admit, 30 was a tough year. 30 was the year when it all hit me, and I realized, wow, okay, I'm not married not necessarily where I wanted to be career-wise and you know it was a tough blow but I lived on my own shortly after turning 30 I started to live on my own and I was like all right maybe I wasn't ready for marriage there are certain things about my personality there's things about me that really changed I transformed within the year of living on my own because certain ideals, certain things, sometimes you think you're completely this person, but when you grow up in a household which is overprotective in some ways and protective in some ways, you don't explore every angle and you're and you do what you think you're supposed to. When you have to make certain life choices on your own, you realize how some of those perspectives change and Nothing is wrong with either. Nothing is wrong with sticking with the old and nothing is wrong with coming, being comfortable to come into your own. It's a beautiful thing. And for the most part, like my value system is the same, but there is a lot, even temperament-wise for me, that has changed. So, and I, I never realized it until I lived on my own. Certain character traits that needed to change. So, that's a great thing no it even helps with your dating decisions because initially I'll admit even initially with living on my own I still made poor dating decisions and I think it's because that fear was now there and you just really didn't want to know what that experience is like but afterwards being single living on my own I was living out my fear and being single living on your own that's what you'd be doing you'd be living the fear that you had so 
after you're getting months into it, you realize it's not so bad. And you start to learn more about this stuff and you start to focus more on you. You'll realize that this is not something that is totally difficult. It's not that hard and it's not that terrifying. And the less terrifying it is, the better decisions you start to make for yourself. And the more you grow, the more you move forward in your life. And it's an absolute beautiful thing. And you move on. So living through that, living in that experience made me make better dating choices maybe make better self choices um you realize you even start to realize the people who you want in your life and the people who you don't want in your life the people who mean you well and the people who don't you get to be a literally self-reflective and this doesn't have to be an extended period i'm not saying that hey you need to live out your 20s and wait till my age before you do all of this you can do it in your mid-20s you can do it in your early 20s it doesn't matter when you do it it doesn't matter how long you do it for i would say at least a year because you know there are certain things i needed to wean off but i do think that it is important to have that to have that period to yourself you are amazed about how much you learn even about yourself in that period so that would be my reason number one getting rid of the fear of living on your own all right so stay tuned for number two okay reason number two is give yourself an attitude check no, it sounds strange. How you give yourself an attitude check <clears throat> when you're not living with anyone? But I can tell you. You know who you are. And I can tell you from personal experience. I, If you ask my exes, they would tell you, Jody's calm, but I've never lived with anyone. But I've never lived with any of my spouses. I got married out of the home. I know maybe whomever I married would sing a different tune. Because I was raised in a home with who which was really was which was strict in some sense, you know. I knew when I lived on my own, the last thing I wanted to do was to answer to somebody else. No, when you answer to your spouse <clears throat> or tell your spouse where you're going, it is not from a parental nature. But it won't feel like that initially. And especially for me, I know it would feel like I'm answering to somebody else. And the last thing I wanted to do was answer to somebody else else so i had to live this experience where i answer to no one do what i want to do when i want to do it how i want to do it wherever i want to do it and yeah that you cannot go into marriage you really can't go into marriage with that attitude 
you can't it you're not going into it by yourself so you can't do what you want to do when you want to do it how you want to do it where you want to do it no you can't you're you're no building a unit building a family so it's not necessary it's not a good attitude to go in a marriage with at all and if you if you like me were raised in a strict home and then went to into marriage where you had to do that i think at some point after the whole initial butterfly phase gone i'd start to feel stifled and start to feel like okay okay i'm doing this marriage thing but I feel like I want to do something on my own. I want to go out with my girls tonight. I don't want to have to tell you I'm going back. I'm coming back at 11. I don't want to. Suppose I'm having so much fun and I want to come back at soon. But you, you're married. <laughs> like, while you maybe can have your girls night and so forth. Like, the fun doesn't stop with marriage. You need to tell your partner, hey, to expect you home at this time so that if... You don't come home by that time. He doesn't. He and your. You've met in an accident. He'll know. Okay. Something is wrong. Because she she said she was going to be home by this time. And she would have called. If anything was running late. So if something happens to you. He will start to check in. And maybe be able to help. Things of that nature with marriage the it comes with care i mean with parenting it's care too and uh, so you have to understand where it's coming from at that coming out of my parents home i wouldn't understand where it's coming from out well i would understand where it's coming from but i wouldn't care about where it's coming from i would just care that i needed to do things at this point this way on my own so living on my own check that attitude it made me live out what I needed to live out and get out of my system. And it made me check my attitude. Which is very funny because I did not go out as much as I thought I would. Living on my own. But it it was good to do that and it was important to do that so you get to check yourself and have a better attitude going into the next relationship that you're going to the long-term relationship that you plan to go into it's healthier for you and it's a lot less grief for that spouse that going to have to deal with your baggage because trust me out of come with that baggage so that's reason number two so number three is my personal favorite live on your own terms yay so yes live on your own terms now when I say live on your own terms I don't mean you're going to get up and be rebellious and to one bag of partying or living life like you have no tomorrow but um 
I think that when you live on your own for that period of time, as a follow-up to maybe even my attitude check, you know, it's like you get the opportunity to get certain things out of your system. You get to go out or you decide whether or not you want to go out. Because I'll be honest with you, I thought that um, living on my own, I'd go out more with friends. But like after a long day of work, I just am okay with staying at home, being alone, and just having a minute or have a beat to myself. Um, so things like that, you you go out if you want to. You have that freedom where you don't move from one rule to our next. The only rules now that you are going to live up to are your own. And nothing is wrong with having rules and structure. I think um, it's important to know what code or what rule or law um, you want to live by. But now you get to set your own. You know, and it won't be governed by anyone else. And it gives you a freedom of self. And it's a little bit therapeutic in a sense. So it's important to have that space, that transition. Especially if you grew up in a household where it was overprotective. So you, you had a lot of rules. So now you have to know what governs you and what you want to do and do things how you want to do them. Um, make your mistakes or not make your mistakes. And I think it's important to have that period in time where you get to think on your own. Um, living on your own allows you to do that. Think on your own. Think of the decisions you're making. Think of how it affects you. Learn responsibility. Learn responsibility on your own, not necessarily with a partner. You know, learn how to pay your bills. Learn how to get up and go to work on time. Like those things without somebody else waking you up. Learn your own independence. It is important to have your independence instead of moving from, and I don't want to say move from one dependent to the next one, not because you're somebody's partner, I mean you're a dependent, but you sometimes might move from being governed from one person to be governed by the next. And yeah, you might be a dependent, you might not be, but you might be, and it's less likely for you to be independent in a relationship and you don't know what it is like on your own you know so that is why like live on your own terms it's a good thing it's it's not a bad thing and even if you fall flat on your face you learn how to pick yourself up so it's a good thing to find out and trust me you find out your strengths living on your own you find out your strengths because you'll be hit with some situations which are tough that you maybe wouldn't know that you are equipped to handle. 
but living on your own forces to handle them. And it's good to know your strengths as well as your weaknesses. But it's good to know. It gives you a little bit of confidence. If not a little, a lot of confidence. So that you can be a rounded full human being. Number four is getting to know your passion and your heart's desires. Or in a nutshell, getting to know yourself. No, while uh, number three was my favorite, living on your own terms. Number four would be across the board the most important. Getting to know who you are alone. No, once you're surrounded by people, it doesn't matter if it's your parents or if it's a spouse or if it's a roommate or tons of roommates. Sometimes we tend to be influenced by our surroundings when you live on your own and you live alone you have to make certain decisions on your own and it gets a time to really to listen what steps you want to take in the future and who you are and when you know who you are it's a beautiful thing i want to say it's a beautiful thing i mean it's a mad beautiful thing knowing exactly who you are and what you want to accomplish in the future because and i'm not saying that making these decisions mean that you're going to live out all of these experiences and desires before you get married it's impossible especially if you want to be a business owner you maybe not even get to own your business before you get married it might start to move in that direction, but it, it, might, it might not happen. It might happen, which is awesome, but it might not. And I don't think you should. If you meet somebody that you're compatible with, that you're in love with, that you should get up and say, okay, I haven't owned my business yet. So I'm going to make you wait until I own my business. No, I'm not being ridiculous or crazy here. I'm just saying, no who you are and what you want to do because things might come after you married I mean especially if you're married to somebody that's extremely supportive that has your back they will nurture your desires and help you hone them but how can they encourage you and you encourage them if neither of you know what you want and what is important is when you know who you are before our marriage, that change period that you might have. Because some people live out their life to the fullest daily, but some people have this change or maybe go through our circumstances and change them. And they, and it might not be the best thing to happen while you're married because you, you have a spouse you sign up for this and then three years into the marriage the way them dress the way they think a lot of things have changed and you wonder who the hell is this person and it's not that the person is gone crazy the person is just growing into who 
they are or who they were or who they were supposed to be. They never maybe knew it for themselves. They never get up and decided to be deceptive. Because a lot of the times with us, we believe that when somebody changes or switch on us, that they're being deceptive. Sometimes they are. But sometimes the person literally just grows. Sometimes the person just changes because it's life. And that's why the living on your own and exploring yourself and trying to figure out who you are during that time is so important because when you get married to someone and you'll always you'll already know who you are so you'll come into the relationship completely self-aware and that is never that's always the best thing you know coming into the marriage self-aware coming into the marriage knowing exactly who you are so that the person know what they're signing up for because he can you also can get annoyed at the spouse that said hey this is not what I signed up for. Who are you? Because they maybe did their exploring and their growing before the marriage. So they want what they signed up for because they are not changing at that level. And you can't expect that both of you will change at the same pace or change in the same direction. Because that's not life. Two people, no two people are alike. It's just what life is. And you can't get mad at somebody for not changing the way you want them to change. So it's good to explore yourself on your own listen to yourself get to know yourself get to do things the way you want to them and figure it out on your own so that when you go into a relationship and you putting it all on the table as to who you are this person knows what they're getting into so if you always had an entrepreneurial mindset yeah you maybe not have that business but when you get up and you're working extra hard when you're married to have this goal accomplished they're not going to be like okay this person is a workaholic i didn't i didn't know this i really didn't know this what am i going to do no they're like okay they said they were going to be an entrepreneur i knew that they were going to this phase would come so let me support instead of complain let me see how i can help them in this regard you know what i mean so it's, it's very difficult to know who you are going to be in a relationship when you don't know who you are on your own. So it's important just for, it's not even for them, for you, you know, because you want to, when you get into that relationship, you don't want to feel like, okay, feel yourself changing, but feeling the need to stifle how you're changing because, hey, this is who I was, this is who I was, this is what they signed up for, so you're feeling afraid to make such a huge switch as to who you are because you don't know how it's going to affect the relationship either i mean in marriage you should accommodate growth whether or not you fully know who you are because as humans you are supposed to grow i don't think i'm 32 now i do not think i'm going to be the same person at 42 but i still think that i have a better handle of who I am now than I did when I lived with my parents, you know, in, in many ways. So it's about self-exploration and getting to know self. And you, 
and while you will always grow that big flip i think it's really important to know your goals know your passion think about hey what in life if i don't accomplish this it will be something that might be devastating to me yeah know what that is so that you can accomplish it sometime during life you know it put it on your bucket list put it on your vision board but live completely think about it and live do not hold yourself short do not sell yourself short do not live life like how my mother would say pizza pizza you know explore to the fullest who you are and don't make anybody or anything make you do anything less and that's why that one year or so where you might live on your own and and the reason why I said one year is because I'm just giving you uh uh, maximum or a minimum for me because I think you you learn a lot in, about yourself in a year and I don't want it to seem like I'm saying you need to live out how much in years of your life on your own before you can decide or think of marriage no because you can even think of marriage throughout that year suppose the thing that you want to accomplish more than everything is to find a spouse and to be married and to have a family and have kids, nothing is wrong with that. But you need to know you want it. You need to know if you want kids. You need to know if you want that. You want it. And you can't. Sometimes you don't know if you want it when everybody is maybe speaking it into your life. You know, every, as like growing up in a Christian arena, everybody thinks to watch your biological clock, I think, you know? So. Suppose I didn't want kids. I mean, I always believed I wanted kids. And I know I want kids, but... Suppose it was because everybody told me that I should have it initially. Why? I just thought that, hey, that's why I want kids. So you just need to know for yourself sometimes that this is a decision I made. And not a decision that other people have made for me. So that's my two bits on it and you can think about it hone on it and you tell me how you think about my tips and my reasons why i think you should live on your own before marriage and have a good day thanks for being a part of the beyond the skin deep podcast Hosted by me, Julian Vanessa. You can reach out to me on all my social media platforms, which is my Instagram and Twitter, Jody and V, J O D Y A N N E V. You can email me at jodianwebsite at gmail.com. You can check out my website at jodianvanessa.com. That's J O D Y A N N E. V-A-N-E-S-S-A dot com Feel free to subscribe for my monthly newsletter or mail out and thank you again for tuning in 
XOXO. Bye.